Welcome to Humanity, a show dedicated to the journey of women and what truly matters. My name is Janelle and I will be your host where we look at authenticity and women, living in a new world and women, relating and women, mothering and women, spirituality and connecting and women. We will be doing several series which I like to call It Matters, where we will be looking in depth at family, relationships, careers, mothering, spirituality, finances, and women. Why? Well, because we matter. I often think the journey towards authenticity is painful and terrifying, yet it can be humbling and oh so necessary. Join me on Womanity, where we tap into what truly matters. Hi there, this is Janelle and welcome to the very first episode of Womanity. And as I mentioned in the introduction, we are going to be covering several series on It Matters. And as I mentioned before, we will be discussing family, It Matters, relationships, It Matters, careers, It Matters, mothering, It Matters, spirituality, It Matters, finances, It Matters, and women, We Matter. One of the key reasons for the show is because I was talking to my sister the other day and she had mentioned to me just how necessary it was to have a space where one could tap into our spirituality, our authenticity, where one could receive a word and receive encouragement and feel as if something had been restored within oneself. And I thought to myself, what a profound way, what a truly wonderful way to connect people. And it was part of the reason for the consideration of the show. Obviously, the show comes at a time when the world is living through a pandemic. And this is why living in a new world, living in a brave new world as a woman is so fundamental in terms of how we go forward and how we do this in a way that is starkly different to how we've done it before. I don't know about you, but I know that prior to this, I was your quintessential working mother. I had all the things, all the bells and the whistles that comes with you work, you go to your job, which includes your child who is at school, who goes to aftercare, which includes coming home, having to cook, having to clean, having to manage that while being a student, while running a business, while doing family events, while doing all of these things. And it was It was a hamster wheel. It was a treadmill that was leading very steadily to nowhere. The time of COVID-19 has given so many of us the opportunity to pause and to reflect. And it is in the context of Women's Month in South Africa that I am here with you launching this platform because I realize the fundamentalness of a woman. 
I recently come off of being a guest on the podcast, The Brotherly Gist, and I truly recommend that you go and have a look at my friend's um, podcast that is dedicated to men and their journey. And part of the feedback was that it is necessary to have a female voice that speaks to women in a very particular way, because in that segment, we were giving guidance on the subject of submission in relationships. And submission in relationships is something that I had been reflecting on for quite some time because the dynamics had changed in this brave new world, in this post-COVID world. And there was a lot of introspection and there was a lot of dealing with oneself. And I, in particular, and lots of the women that I was speaking to found the need to introspect on ourselves our identity, our authenticity, which is for us uniquely tied into the fact that we are women. And that is why the show is called Womanity, because you look at a woman in her entirety, in this new world, in this phase of life where things are turning, the tide is turning, it's turning in favor of women, but the requirements of women remain the same. And so I'm going to give you a synopsis now on the It Matters series, and I'm going to take you through each one of them briefly, and then we will deep dive as the segments continue into these series. And the first thing that I want to talk about is family. Family, it matters. Why does family matter as a woman? Not only does your family of origin matter so, so deeply, it matters when you create your own family. It matters when your family of origin has either built you into the woman you need to be for your created family, or it matters when the dysfunction of your family of origin translates into dysfunction in the family that you create. And in a time where you have to sit back, be quiet, and reflect how much dysfunction you have come from or how much you miss from what you come from and then can see yourself repeat and perpetuate those things. And it's often so easy to look at someone else and go, oh, well, look at what she's doing. Oh, look at, oh, she's not getting it right. And as women, we can tend to do that. We tend to look at it and go, oh, my kid is better. My kid is smarter. My, I know what I'm doing. Uh, specifically, somebody like me, I, I enjoy healthy eating. And so if you ever give my child something that I consider to be unhealthy, I'm going to side eye you. There's going to be a little bit of shade there. And so it made me realize like how this, this notion of, oh, kumbaya, we're all women, happy women's month. And yet as women, we're so interestingly competitive with each other, specifically on a family level. On a family level, we want to be the better wife, be the better mother, be the better home, be the prettier home, be all of these things. And these are, these are just those little nuances, you know, in the circle and cycle of womanity that exists because we don't always do it for the reason it should be done, which is family. No, we sometimes do it to be seen, which is something entirely different because it comes and stems from the family of women, the humanity of us all trying to be the alpha woman, 
and not necessarily always succeeding very well when it comes to what happens within the house. I had I had watched something quite profound the other day, and it was a sermon by Ruth Monroe, the wife of former pastor Miles Monroe, and she was talking about how, as women, we dictate the tone within our family. We dictate the level of happiness in a home. We dictate how everybody is able to relax in a home. And I don't know if you've ever walked into somebody's home before and felt something. And people will often associate it with, oh, there's an aura or there's a vibe. And I believe that to be true. You can walk into someone's house house and feel cold. You can walk into someone's house and feel rigid. You can walk into someone's house and relax. You can walk into someone's house and feel warm. And that's often dictated, I believe, as the woman in the house. Not that that falls firmly on the shoulders of that woman, because obviously we need a good, strong man to support that woman as the underlying net so that she can what? Level up and be the woman that she is meant to do and provide this. She doesn't just wake up in the morning and that is created. And that brings us into relationships. It matters. And the reason why it matters is so fundamentally important to me is because often in society, we are told not to care and that it doesn't matter. And the thing is, is it does matter. Your family does matter. When a family member, if they are related to you, but not necessarily close or something, say something, you go, oh, it doesn't matter. No, it does. It does. Those words pierce you. The hurts are there. They become layered and then they become caked into what you ultimately become because it becomes an unacknowledged dysfunction that you ultimately live with. And that is so unnecessary versus being able to say, I didn't enjoy that. And so as a result, I would like for us to be better. And so relationships matter because it comes from a perspective of love. And in the world that we live in now, especially prior to the pandemic, I found that it was a world that deeply was deeply disinterested in telling people that they are loved. And I find in a post-COVID world, it is so essential for me to say the words, I love you to as many people as I love as possible. And part of the reason for that is because your relationships constitute more than your relationship with your significant other. And first things first on the show, I want to clarify that when I talk about a committed relationship, I'm talking about marriages. I'm talking about relationships where individuals are committed and unmarried. I am talking about relationships that include same-sex partners. I am talking about all relationships that have stood the test of time, built a home, built a family, been part of a family and created an ecosystem. You exist in womanity. Your relationship is acknowledged on womanity. It has nothing to do with the wedding, the dress and the party necessarily. Your relationship has relevance because it is underpinned by love. It is underpinned by a commitment to build a life together, to acknowledge that life. And on the show, you have a space. Added to that, you're looking at relationships not just within your significant other relationship, and that is what it's going to be called called on the show. So if you are married, 
if you are in a long-term relationship, if you are in a same gender relationship, you need to understand that when I say, when I say significant other, I'm referring to the person that you're doing life with. And inherent in that relationship, you gain relationships, you forfeit relationships, you come from other relationships. I'm talking about your sisterhood, your brotherhood, your friendships, your family, the ones you gain, the ones you move away from. These are all relationships that form part of it. And it's so incredibly dynamic because you take on an entirely new family while consistently being part of where you come from. And there's been such a deep dive on my end in terms of looking at my family of origin, as well as looking at the family I've accepted into my life. And it's created a real understanding in terms of some of the things that have come up in the course of a lifetime, because in my significant relationship, I've been doing this for 18 years. So I, I've seen some things. I have been party to some things. And, you know, as with anything in family, it's gotten ugly. It's gotten nasty. And yet it has survived all of this by the very thing that we don't like to talk about, which is love. We can't without one another. We certainly found that to be true in a pandemic. And so when you look at these relationships, it is so fundamental to maintain and to retain the concept of love and to make sure that we say it right. And so that obviously brings us to mothering. Now, mothering is one of those relationships as a woman that will define you and redefine you consistently as you go through life. I will be talking about mothering and I will be bringing on some very, very good and terrific mothers um, that have had to deal with and face their journeys. And the one thing that I find underpins all of these mothers is that each mother is challenged by her child to become the mother that that child needs. And I have witnessed these magnificent women mother to a point where they are almost outside of themselves, mother to a point where they have to elevate themselves, mother to a point where they have to deep dive and hyper analyze themselves because what they were prior to being a mother and what they are now as a mother is such a definition of who they will be for the rest of their lives because mothering that child is so important. One of the people I follow and that I would encourage you to follow is Dr. Shafali. Her principles on conscious parenting are phenomenal. They are the kind of thing that makes you understand that our expectations of our little young babies, of our little young children are often not the same expectation that we will hold to ourselves. They have an accountability to us, for us, by us, to grow up into becoming us. And yet we don't want to acknowledge this. We don't want to own it. We don't want to say, actually, that's unfair. This child was given to me as a blessing by my higher power, by my God. And yet I want to make and mold it into myself. And if I am not completely healthy, if I am not completely authentic, if I am dysfunctional slightly or highly, am I really saying that I want this child to be exactly as I am? And so when we look at mothering, it's one of those massive deep dives because mothering not only concerns the emotional, it concerns education and the choices that we make around that. It concerns food and the choices we make around our children's health. In a time when eating plant-based 
is so common and yet so difficult to achieve when you've got a carnivorous child that enjoys ribs. This I say from my own experience. And, you know, it, it comes down to when you have a child um, and when you come from a background and a community such as my own, where you've got ethnic hair, how do you manage their hair? When you have got a girl child and you're raising her in a hypersexualized in a hypersexualized time, in a time where you have to filter everything. And when you raise boys in that same way, because you're trying to teach boys to respectful and you're to be respectful and you're trying to teach girls to respect themselves. And how do you match that up? Mothering in the, in the time of when you have to allow fathering to happen to effectively mother because when you and the child's father don't enjoy each other's company is not necessarily friendly how do you mother as a parent you know because you can be a mother and be as we are as mothers highly territorial highly protective highly that so far and no further and yet you have to allow the same wound the same person who inflicted the wound into your life so that you both don't create a wound for your child. And that can be in a separated relationship or even in a relationship where the two of you are together and dealing with your issues in your own situation of relating and yet having to bring your child through that. And then, of course, there's the big one. Something that I have yet to experience, but something that I'm watching some people that I'm really close with experience when your child moves over into their preteens and into their teens and finds themselves in difficult situations. The acknowledgements we have to make as mothers, as parents, as a collective, as a community, as their family that we have fed into, as well as some of the things that we have to hold them accountable to as we push them out of the nest into their own independence. That is going to be, I think, already I know that that is going to be a highly, highly dynamic show. After that, we move on to spirituality. And spirituality in terms of humanity is so highly fundamental because what we need to understand is that, and on this show, I need to just be really clear about this, on this show, everybody's God has a place. Your God can be male, your God can be female, your God can be Islam, it can be Christianity, it can be any God that you know that is there with you. Because I think the one thing that we have in common as human beings, and if you really cast your mind back to way back when, when people were riding around on horses and conquering worlds and didn't have Instagram to post their latest feat of drama when they were slaying on the battlefield, is simply this. The Buddhists existed. Chinese culture and spirituality existed. Indian culture and spirituality existed. Christianity, Judaism, Islam, all of it, it existed. And the one thing we have in common as human beings that we should never forget is that we all share the divine. We all acknowledge that there is a divine and how it manifests within our cultures and within our different religious religions is not the point. The point is that we acknowledge that we come from a higher power. The point is that we acknowledge that we come from somewhere. And that is the thing that I would like to get into because I would like 
to bring awareness to what religions mean to people, to take away from the dogma and the stereotype of what we think, to stop going out there and trying to turn people into likewise models of ourselves, like you need to be exactly the same for me. I celebrate the diversity in spirituality because it is so interesting to understand how another culture perceives the spirit realm, perceives their relationship with God, to perceive themselves in a spiritual sense, and that every human being understands that. You do understand, right, that our, our, our heritage comes from, if you go back and you look at cave paintings and you go back and you look at hominids, they had shamanism way back then where they would worship the sun and the elements and the seas and they would worship because they understood that worshiping and spirituality underpinned our existence as human beings. And that is for me, the one eye-opening thing that I would like us to deep dive together on womanity. The next thing that really matters is careers and finances. And I have, I have tried to approach careers before by having a YouTube channel. And I think that the podcast is the greatest place to address this, especially in a world where in South Africa alone, 3 million people have just recently lost their jobs. And it's a time when I care to say this, not as an indictment, but as a fact, as a fact of how we as women and as a culture are going to do this, because the reality is, is that as a woman, we might have a far better recovery rate than our significant others, our men. And so we are going into a world where we might have to be not only the breadwinners, but the keepers of the keys. And that is something that we are the first generation of our kind that's going to navigate not only the requirements and expectations that we have as women within our homes, but within our careers as well, where we care to show up and be excellent and drive ourselves while picking up our kids early from school, while dropping them at school, while being at every meeting, while helping them with their homework, while coming home and making sure that we make a good dinner for our family. How do we balance this? How do we do this? And how do we show up within that context? And that is something that we will get into. And I will, dis I will take you into a world of careers specifically the careers of women, which is so important. And that ties into finances. Now, finances is going to be a massive series. You have to be ready for this. You have to be with me for this because we are going to Susie Orman, the living goodness out of this because it is so essential that we look at finances. And the reason I'm doing this is because I have been lied to by the financial industry. I have believed that I should put my money in very strange places. And I find that this industry feeds into itself by promoting places where you should invest, how you should save, what products you should buy, telling you that it will have your family and protect your family. And yet, in a time of COVID, please tell me how many medical aides truly paid for every little thing 
related to if you were exposed to or infected by COVID, what has your medical aid insurance done for you? In the time of COVID, when many companies had insurances, small business cover, and please tell me how many has gotten that rescue funding, that insurance that was built into it, but because the pandemic hit, these financial institutions would not support these people. I want you to tell me if you have been yielding enough interest on your account that if you have been retrenched on your savings account, you actually have the kind of three-month salary nest egg. And if that compound interest is really the kind of compound interest that has worked for you. I want you to tell me and talk to me about how easy it was to buy a property and how much you understood about what is required of you as the investor in that situation. I want you to tell me how any of these financial vehicles have worked for you. Do you understand Forex? Do you understand investing? Do you know how to buy shares in another company? So many platforms have come up that makes it easier. But before it was reserved for only the segment, I was very upset and I'm going to shade. I am going to shade some of the existing media out there because it was last month was National Savings Month and they had some folks on there who came on and explained to us, oh, that they had built wealth because they had saved and they had invested. Not only on those segments did they fail to say exactly what the strategy is because this is how my mind works. Tell me step one, I did this. Step two, I did that. Step three, I did that. And now I have this money. No, no. You see, because what had happened was is that I met this financial advisor and then he knew that I wanted to invest here and then he helped me put my money there. And now this is where I am. Yes, but what, what shares were bought? Which portals were used? What was the strategy that he used? Like when he was analyzing, like what did you say to him in the room? Like what was the goal? And are all financial advisors that transparent? transparent? No. Are all financial advisors in there to help make you wealthy? No. Why? Because they're in it for themselves and their fees matter. And it takes a, it takes a portion off of your capital amount that you have, which actually impacts you because it pays their salary. And that's not a bad thing, but it's your money. It matters. It's your finances. It matters. In a time when all big companies, especially financial institutions, have showed us that they will keep themselves afloat before they will support us as consumers. I want to know where you are with your finances, and it's going to be a mega series. Tune in for that. It's going to be really, really spectacular. Finally, I'd like to close off with Women and We Matter. Womanity is a show about women and how we matter. It is not a man-bashing show, and it is in fact the kind of show that I am gearing towards how we can be effective women in our society so that we never transgress the way men do. I often think that when we are coming into a climate and a time when we will run the world, where we will drive the world, that we should never do to men what was done to us for centuries. We have earned the divine right to state our place in the world. That does not come at the expense of another. And in fact, we are the only gender that can truly take this shift in time and uplift others. And that is the point of the show. Womanity will show who we are as women, our kindness, our compassion, our cooperative natures, the things that we were wired to do in nurturing is the things that we can add to the world in business, in love, in gifting, in our purpose, in alignment with the assignment 
that our higher power has given us to put into this world and we can do it effectively. Join me on Womanity as with the next episode, we start with one of our It Matters series and it will be one of those series that will absolutely change your life. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode. Yay!